And we are super psyched to welcome our newest sponsor, Thunder Road Guitars. Thunder Road Guitars is the Pacific Northwest best source for premium, new, used, and vintage guitars, amplifiers, and pedals. Online or in their Seattle, that's West Seattle, or Portland stores. You'll find fantastic customer service and a terrific vibe. I know because I'm in there a lot. Grab a cup of coffee, swing on in, don't spill your coffee, and check it all out. And now if you use code TOURSTORIES10, you can get 10% off at thunderroadguitars.com. Yes, that's me playing guitar. Hello, big news from our friends over at DistroKid. They now have an app. This app works on iOS and Android, of course, and it's available in the Apple Store and Google Play Stores and all the stores where you buy apps. Go check it out. It's got a lot of cool features. You can upload new releases. You can get notified when you've earned royalties. Awesome. You can withdraw from the app via push notifications. A little dangerous for me, but rad. Anyways, go check it out. It's all at distrokid.com app. And don't forget, you can still get 30% off your DistroKid account by going to distrokid.com VIP slash tour stories. Have a great one. We continue to celebrate our friends and partners over at Isotope, and we got some big news for you. The gold standard of audio repair, RX11, is coming in May. In the meantime, you can buy RX10 now on sale and get RX11 absolutely free when it's released. Tour Story listeners get 10% off by using code FRET10. That's F-R-E-T-1-0. All at isotope.com. That's I-Z-O-T-O-P-E.com. We're rolling. You can hear me okay? I can, yeah. Cool. How you doing? I'm all right. I'm hanging in there. Where are you? Uh, Washington, D.C., Swampy, Washington. Is that where you live now? <laughs> Apparently. Yeah, I guess I do. I, I guess I finally moved back here after all these years in New York. <laughs> I, it was unexpected. I didn't think I'd be sitting on the porch at my in-law's house. Do you still have a place in New York? Yeah, I do. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. sitting there right now. <laughs> I had to go up there a couple of weeks ago, and it was like unbelievable. I mean, there was, I drove right across Canal Street. There was almost not another car on the street in the middle of the day, which is like, I mean, I don't know if you know Canal Street, but yeah. there's, there's a lot Cluster of cars fuck. on Canal Street. Yeah. Yeah, and, uh, you know, BQE is like empty. It was crazy. What's life been like in D.C. for you day to day? slow well i basically am now a first grade teacher five days a week five hours a day which is a job that i did not apply for and had very little interest in doing and have a lot of respect for first grade teachers now all right we do this remote learning thing and new york city schools do a great job with it they really do for what it is but if you're of a certain age, like my third grader, she can really handle it herself, and it's great. But the first grader, you leave her alone for, like, two minutes, and she's going to be, like, you know, on YouTube looking at, like, animal, like, dress-up right. videos or something like that. I've been teaching, too, but not for five hours a day. It's tough. Yeah, just having them around. And then the school day's over, and then you got two kids <laughs> at your house at noon, all afternoon, every day. Yeah. 
how's your family doing? How are the kids? And the kids are not bad. I I don't have any idea what sort of long term effect this is going to have on the children, which is Mm -hmm. probably going to be some other horror story that we all discover in like you know ten years when people are doing research or something. Yeah. But um, right now they're kind of fine with it. They kind of talk to their friends every once in a while. They're kind of happy to not go to school. I mean, I don't miss the like dragging everybody out of bed at like six forty-five every morning either. You know. Is your schedule a little looser as long as you get that five? The mornings hours? are easier. Mornings are tough in New York, but yeah, I mean everything's changed. Yeah. You feel like the days are going by fast or slow? The world seems to be divided. It's sort of a bad combination of the two, right? It's like yeah. things are dragging, and then all of a sudden you realize like three weeks went by when you thought it was one. You know, and what have you accomplished? Have you been playing any music? by yourself i have as much as i can i have a studio set up in a feed shed at my parents farm out in leesburg where we go oh uh we go back and forth between these two places this is sort of like our little quarantine gang yeah um so it's amazing to have two places to go but it's real ice i mean i spend most of my time out there it's some slow living i mean my wife still has a job my wife is in podcasting so that's sort of a booming business right now actually yeah, it seems to be keeping me busy. You've been taking in some form of media, I'm assuming. A lot? A little? I've been reading a fair amount because I can sort of read when the girls are playing by themselves. Yeah. I just finished A Brief History of Seven Killings by this Man. guy. You read that? Yeah. That's a good one. Crazy. Yeah, I really loved it, actually. I liked it more than I thought I was going to like it. That is a cr- elaborate tale yeah it's pretty wild historical fiction would you say yeah i guess yeah i mean the new york stuff was awesome i didn't realize it was going to get to new york i, I know i didn't either one of the characters in the book lives on my corner I was really afraid. yeah I, re- I had to reread that yeah it's a great book did you notice that they only mentioned the singer's name once they actually said it i didn't even notice that they, they said, said it once oh really it was really cause, you know I, I, I missed that they even said it i i don't know if you did but i spent a lot of time going is this i knew it was about i had read is a this bob marley right is yeah. this yeah it's interesting what else uh i'm now finally reading the gulag archipelago which i'd never read before and i had read so many good things about it and it's you know what it is no this guy solzhenitsyn who was a russian military officer and one day in maybe early 30s he was just arrested on site at a battlefield oh. and went through like a ordeal with the you know gulags and just like hell yeah and he was finally um released he published his book he wrote the whole thing and then it became this like black market thing in russia like passed around it was like illegal to have it it was also it got published outside of the country and became this like international sensation. This is like when people first had glimpses into the Nazi concentration camps, when people first started learning what was really going on in Russia. And then all these governments reacted to it and became this enormous political tool that changed like the world. But the thing is that it's, he's like a really great writer. So it's like, a, I would sort of describe it as an easy read as like, oh. as that sounds because it's so dark. Yeah. But it's like, you can, you can really, get through it and you learn a lot and and he's just he's very good at how he constructs it been watching any tv uh you know i really haven't i'm not a huge tv watcher not because i'm 
pretentious about it, but because I it doesn't really hold my interest all that often. I like watching sports, and mm-hmm. there's not a lot of that to watch. I want to watch that Michael Jordan documentary. I haven't watched that yet either. What about German soccer? I think we can watch. German Is it on? Soccer. I think really? it's on. Are now. they playing in empty stadiums? Yeah. I heard the NHL is coming back. I'm not a huge NHL fan, but maybe. maybe. Yeah, it's time. Get myself a Washington Capitals jersey. Uh, it seems like baseballs they've they've got a pretty thorough plan. Uh, do they? What I, I haven't even been following that. What is it? Released their extensive plan yet? But the loose things are um, sort of regional play. An example being they'd go to Arizona and they would just all stay there. And, they would and they'd quarantine. be quarantined together? Yeah, and then play and not leave. No spitting, though. Um, yeah. Jeez, that sounds like a long shot to me. Yeah, if you read more about it, they don't think it's a long shot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll bet they don't. Um, but the hum of a baseball game could be nice, you know? Oh, man, if anything was on, are you kidding me? I would be watching the NHL. Uh, I'm yeah. not a big hockey guy, but if baseball was on, I would just keep it on all the time. It'd be great. Yeah. Talk to anyone who's watched old games or, or anything, old broadcasts. <laughs> no, I haven't. That's... That gets a little dark, but uh, you know, I guess I'm not. I'm not judging, man. I don't know. I might be there yeah. in like a couple of weeks. I think the darkest version of that would be not very old broadcasts. Right, right, right. Like or like NBA games from January or something like that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh God. Oh, what a strange situation. It's very, we're in. very strange time, isn't it? This yeah. is the strangest in my lifetime. Do you have a group text thread with your band members or your pals or your family? That, uh, uh, the band, yeah. Yeah. Because we were planning my tour. So, sounds like at least some shows have been canceled, if not the worst. Uh, yeah, all of them have been postponed for yeah. 12 months minimum. Your record came out, though. It did, at the peak. <laughs> you know, I, I would love to play the songs live but i don't necessarily mind that much that that's when it came out i mean yeah everybody listens to i mean how many people can you expect to buy vinyl records anymore you know like like luckily that's sort of a thing that people i'm i'm in the world of people who buy vinyl records yeah but uh the world at large is going to listen to it on the internet anyhow and everybody's still got the internet and it seems like it wasn't you know releasing a record is so weird anyhow anymore that yeah What's what's the quarantine for that, you know? Right. Yeah, we have a record coming out July 31st. There you go. And when I say that out loud, what the fuck does that mean? Who? Uh, exactly. What, what does it mean? Does it exist? Is it finished? It's done. And there's been a single out since February. <laughs> well, people asked if I wanted to postpone it, but I just... I didn't see the point. I, I really didn't. I don't... Yeah. Do you remember the Great Recession of 2008? Yeah. Um, I w- used to do a lot of day trading when I had an office job, which was way before that. 
mm-hmm. um, because my friend and I were really bored and we were like the scrubs in the office and he taught me about, you know, investing like $40 in a stock at like yeah. 10 a.m. and then like selling it at like, you know, 3 p.m. or something like that. And, uh, and so by the time the Great Recession came around, I, I was in a band and I did not have an office job anymore, but I did have like a phone at that point. And uh, I realized that, as you know, there's a lot of downtime on tour. And one of the greatest things I could do was gamble on the stock market. So, yeah, I remember it well because I was like losing all my shit on my stupid little app. <laughs> I remember being stressed about it. I was in Portland. Did you own a house? I did. See, I didn't at the time. Yeah. And I think that was, I mean, this is my position of privilege i i remember being worried about it but vague like i didn't know exactly what was going to happen i mean that was so real estate focused you know yeah this is uh you know density focused and i live in new york city yeah i read absolutely conflicting theories you know a hundred everybody who seems to know what they're talking about saying the exact opposite of each other so who knows it's insane it's yeah. insane. The, the that insane. the contradiction of that is, I think, what I will remember about this. Just like general contradiction of information from sources I trust, sources I yeah. hate, yep. sources I'm in the middle with, fucking drives me crazy. I've and the government is oh, I, you can't even begin with the government. There's no I, point to begin with the federal government. No. That's where, I mean, that's the end of the line. When it should be the beginning. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, hey, let's play a, I'm gonna play one of your tunes. Fire it up. How about this song, um, Cross Sound Ferry, right? Cross Sound Ferry, yeah. Yeah, I like this one. I, it's very Seattle sounding to me, title-wise. Yeah, right. It's based on the uh, Long Island Cross Sound Ferry. All right. I thought we were the only ones that used the word sound in the world. No, Long Island Sound. All right, great. All right, here we go. Yeah. 
starts out kind of mellow and then gets groovy and then it's pretty hectic at the end yeah it's not chill at the end no it's kind of like a storyline yeah chaos at the end a little bit um where'd you record that record my house in my home studio my little closet drums too yeah played it myself this is the first record i've ever played my own drums sounds like it no um yeah there you go a little back end so next year tour this record so we can all see it do you have the band for it or what? i do i got my great band they were all lined up but yeah. now they're all at home steve my drummer had a full-blown covid case but he, he did he it, yeah he said it was terrible he's a yeah. real like germaphobe too so if he can get it let me tell you anybody can get it right have you known anyone else to get it oh yeah i've known plenty of people in new york uh this girl lives uh up the street from me had it and she said it was terrible. It lasted two and a half weeks. She like, couldn't get out of her apartment. And actually, my daughter's friends, family, all four of them, two parents, two kids, had it real bad. Oh. And he said, that the dad, I was talking to him, he said that the worst part was being as sick as he was. His doctor was not calling him back and, and being told by the hospital not to come in yeah. unless he got worse. And he's just sort of thinking, what's worse? Like, yeah, and they basically said, "Don't come in and try not to die." And he toughed it out. He had no idea if he was going to get worse. He didn't know, and he said he was just miserable. He said the uncertainty was really, really scary. God, that's terrifying. Yep. What's it like in Seattle? Has it has it been a bit? Oh, you guys, Washington State was one of the early spots. Yeah, number one, first yeah. one. Yeah, right. I I think it's improving. Governor's supposed to let us know today if we're going into phase two which is a little more openness, but I doubt it will happen in King County. But I just don't know. D.C. is apparently on the rise now. Really? Yeah. New York was so bad because nobody prepared in this entire country. And, of course, it would make sense that New York would be the first place where it would really blow up. Yeah. And uh, and then everybody, you know, did some measure of social distancing, or most people did in, in New York and D.C. And so, so it really kept it at bay here. But... Now, you know, people are starting to come out a little bit, and it's starting to spread, and apparently the case numbers are going up, so oh, that boy. sucks. Yeah. 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 Um, in the last week or so, have you been listening to anything, any cool music that you've gone back to over and over again? Something old, um, something new? I went through, I don't know why, I went through a, um, like, Lou Reed catalog the other day of, like, no. the 80s records. Yeah. Which I've never, in the end, known that well. You know, besides, like, New York, The Bells is 79. I knew that because our sound man, we played that every night after a walk-in show. But, you know, I didn't, 
I had never spent much time with him. And for some reason, the other day, I just, <laughs> I just decided to dive in. Yeah. And I forgot why I <laughs> stayed away. And <laughs> <I had> never... <laughs> That's good. Yeah, I mean, that was probably my introduction to Lou Reed. As a, what, 80s? As a kid, you know, like... Oh, like who we... Like, just the vague path of punk, but in the 80s and it was like oh lou reed yeah he's like right. punk guy and then and then what's his current music like and it's right. like oh yeah, yeah, yeah this yeah. isn't my jam magic and loss was when i sort of turned on the lou reed uh-huh which is like not a terrible you know that's sort of like got some good stuff on it but yeah it was kind of been fun actually like you know listening to one person's life work for that long the good and the bad i've actually really enjoyed it and rediscovering stuff like oh and the other day i was doing um this was fun i was doing uh this uh song for a compilation that's gonna come out and they wanted everybody on it is doing a band from the 2000 era so sort of my class of bands yeah and so i was listening and i kind of want I, I don't know if you're if it's supposed to just be sort of new york central or if it's like but um so I was listening to the real early, like the first EPs and stuff of all the bands that I was sort of like friends with and, you know, played shows with and all that kind of stuff. And that was really fun to, I hadn't listened to it in a very long time and to sort of like delve deep and like kind of, it kind of is like one of those, like hadn't seen an old friend in a long time kind of thing. Yeah. It really brings that, you like remember what it was like. What stood out? Uh, the ones that really took me back to like a small room at like the Mercury Lounge with like not very many people there. Yeah. Were like the first Interpol uh, EP mm -hmm. and like French Kicks and oh, yeah. like the first Yeah Yeah Yeahs recording and stuff. Those kind of like hit me a little hard. Um, all right. Well, I'm gonna let you go, but before I let you go, do you have any advice for the people to make it through the day? Uh, physical, mental. You know what? I do. Physical? Yeah. I can tell you. Two things. Yeah. Um, I don't know if you're aware there is a bike shortage in the United States right now because everybody's buying bikes. I knew that. Well, I was lucky enough, because I'm very tall, to find a bike in the Leesburg area where uh, I've been living online mm -hmm. at a shop that was my size. And uh, it has been great. So if you can get your, you can somehow score yourself a bike. It's nice. really, that has been, that has sort of changed my outlook. The second is another shortage that has not had an article written about it is a uh, dumbbell shortage. And cue up the alley-oop joke about, you know, plenty of dumbbells in the government or something like that. Yeah. But uh, I, there is also a national dumbbell shortage. And if you look on eBay, you're going to see some dudes just shacking up the prices of their old sweaty dumbbells, which is just terrible. But I uh, ordered some on Amazon.com and uh, just like forgot about it and wait, somehow waited it out. And I got it at like uh, market rate. I got a couple dumbbells. Oh, so really? uh, I got my dumbbells and I got my bike and uh, I got my, you know, 64 ounce uh, wild turkey. And uh, between the three of those things, <laughs> I've been able to keep it together. That's great, man. Yeah. I understand all of that. All yeah. right. Well, I'm going to let you go. Thanks for your time. All right, Joe. It's a pleasure talking to you, my man. I hope to talk to you soon and uh, see you a little bit after that, maybe next year. Yeah, man. I hope so. I hope to see you along the way somewhere. All right. Good luck in D.C. and wherever else you're living. All right, man. Take it easy. All right. Bye -bye. See you.